Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rise Up SD. We're back. We're back. Another one. So today, I think we're going to take along the lines of a kind of a cool question of how let's I'm going to classify it as endurance sports and I'll explain what that is in a minute. But how do I get faster doing endurance sports? And mainly this has come up with a lot of people recently um, in the running realm. But this doesn't yeah, have because to be because a lot of people are uh, are running outside running, right now. jogging mm-hmm. and they, they want to know how to get better. I want to get faster. But this doesn't just have to go to running. This would um, qualify as if you're going to run or you're going to swim or you're going to bike or you're going to row. Do you like to or you're gonna elliptical. run, swim or bike, Kyle? And elliptical. No. Oh, and elliptical. No. Uh, it can literally be anything. It can be any of the cardio machines that we use. In, in It can be a machine. It can be you know outside. It can be any of the kind of cardiovascular exercises that we do. So this Skipping, can go for any of those. Dancing. It could go for those. I don't know if those are <laughs> official sports, but. Um, if curling can make it. Right. Well, if curling can make it. I don't know if skipping will, but we'll see. It's hard after a while. Um, yeah. Well, no. I mean, there's speed walking in the Olympics. So. There is speed walking <laughs> in the Olympics, and it is intense. If you've it never is. watched it, when this next Olympic cycle actually happens, watch it. It's kind of crazy. I, I still don't know how I feel about it, but they go – they just so they you walk guys, hard. How many of you guys can run faster than a seven-minute pace? Because they speed walk at much faster than a seven minute pace. They do. Yes. How fast are they speed walking? It's in the six. It has high sixes, mid to high sixes. Seriously? Yeah. Do you know? Also, no. This is a total That's side insane. thing. Do you know what the definition is between walking and running? Because you, when you run, you have both feet off the ground at the same yes. time, right? When you are running, both feet come off the ground at some point in your stride. Right. When you walk, you always have one foot touching the ground. So there's judges on these laps that do at almost any given point. And they're looking for people who have both feet off the ground. So they end up twisting their hips and they look yeah, really weird yeah, walking and twisting. ends up screwing up their hips and knees. But they have this technique. But they can speed walk it faster than seven minutes. They do pace. like a speed walk. They do like a speed walk marathon. God, yeah. I wonder if I could speed walk a marathon. Yeah. Probably so, not. Anyways. Okay. We'll, we'll leave the speed walking for another day. But um, look it up. Google it. So we're, I'm going to talk in relation to running. But just keep in mind this can go for anything. You know, if you're on the bike – you know, you could do that if you're on the rowing machine, if you're on anything, anything. All right. Um, all right. Anything cardiovascular. Okay. So the biggest question is, is now I have been, you know, exercising and running, let's say for a little bit of time and my body's slightly adapted. We've been in over, you know, almost a month and a half. Or yeah. You can use me as an example if 50, you want for this. 50 days. And actually you're just one of the examples, but that's fine. You're 50 days and you're starting to adapt a little bit more to running. So you've done that now and now yep, you've gone out. Feel better at it. Yep, yep, you're starting yep. to feel better. And you're starting to feel more comfortable, right? Not quite as much like an elephant more in, um, rhinoceros territory. Right. Now. And so there's two things that you can do if you want to improve or progress. One thing is to, start running more distance and that appeals to some people and longer. Right. Which I have done a little bit of. I'm cautious of that because, and I think a lot of people are because we don't want to get injured. Right. That's yeah. part of it. I don't want to just go out and be like, Oh, I'm going to run nine miles today or I'm going to try to. And then the next day be like, Oh, what have I done? Right. Right. And that's smart. But what I'm, yeah, but I think what, what, how you can improve was you can run, let's say at the same pace for a longer period of time, meaning you've built out the length of your fitness mm-hmm. or you can simply run faster, right? That's very simple to think about. How do you get better? Well, I'm able to run longer at the same pace or I can run faster. Yeah. Two different um, ways of giving more effort. Right. And there's no, yeah. exactly. And there's no wrong or right to either one. It depends on what you want to do and what your goals are and everything else. So, 
you know, for a lot of people, they don't really ever care to run more than an hour, mm-hmm. but they might want to get faster at yeah. that hour. Okay. Yeah. So what's the next thing you do? Well, what do you do, Addy? What do you do? I thought you were answering the questions. I am. You ask Kyle. <laughs> you ask Kyle. <laughs> and Kyle tells you, you do intervals. Okay. So this may seem. Oh, oh, oh I was supposed to say that. Sorry. You could figure that out, but that's okay. You knew that. So, so this may seem a little bit of like a, oh, duh, or why do we always do intervals in Rise Up? Well, that's the best way to improve, okay? So what you need to do is, is that like if – let's say – I'm just going to use round numbers here. Let's say you can go on and run and your normal running pace is nine-minute pace, okay? okay? And you want to progress and you want to be able to run eight-minute pace, Yeah. Okay. So yesterday or a couple days ago, I went out and I ran for 40 minutes at nine minute pace. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to be able to the next day or the next time you run, go in and run 40 minutes at eight minute pace. Right. It doesn't work like that, right? No, it's, I mean, it's not like if you, if you normally are able to row, say for five minutes at 210 pace, you can't just try again the next day and be like, oh, today I'm going to do it at 205. Like it's not, it doesn't work. Right, right. Or whatever the level is, you can't just, you know, you can't just all of a sudden go out and do it. So how do we get to that? Well, there's a couple things. Some people might say, well, I'm going to go for a shorter run, 10 minutes and try to run faster. And that's doable, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily what I would recommend for the best thing. What we're going to do is break it down simply in an interval. Let's say you have that 40 minute run. Mm -hmm. So if we do, if I break it down and I say, okay, well, let's say six times five is, is well, or let's say 40, let's say, I don't know, we can just do five, 10, 20, 20, 20, 20. so seven times. Just watching Kyle do mental math I right know. now. So eight times five is 40. Sorry, I was going to try to think of a number that makes sense on an interval. So let's say eight times five is 40, okay? Let's let's say that. Let's, let's say, posit that for the beginning say, of this proof right now. Let, let's agree that eight <laughs> times five is 40, okay? So what you might do in that run is instead of running for 40 minutes straight, you might run, you know, five or let's say eight different sets of five, five minutes. minutes. Mm-hmm. But you only have five minutes and you need some rest. Okay. So what I recommend is doing something like three minutes on, two minute rest. Okay. Repeat eight times. Meaning like in running could be like three minutes run as like. Well, I'll get there. Okay. Three minutes of running, two minutes of I like to call it active recovery or rest. It's walking or easy jogging usually. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you go three minutes and then you go two minutes, easy, easy jogging or walking recovery. Mm -hmm. And you repeat that. Okay. If you do eight sets of that, it takes you to 40 minutes. Now let's say you're running at nine minute pace. The goal would be to drop those three minutes to eight minute pace. That's a Mm -hmm. whole minute per mile faster. That's significantly harder. That's really hard. But trying to hold it for 40 minutes is very different than trying to hold it for three minutes. Right. Right. So you might be able to do that, you know, and maybe maybe you get through six of the intervals and then you can do six and the last two you fall you're off. You're at like 830, 830 right? Well, now you have some type of gauge to what you're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's say you do it and you're able to get through those intervals, right? Eight times five and you're like, okay, I've done that workout a couple times now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you shouldn't be doing intervals necessarily every single run, but you can do them at least once or twice a week. Well, I think it's definitely something that does keep it more interesting too because – it's boring. It gets boring. I mean, not not for me, but I, for a lot of people. Right. I, I mean, I would say that I wish that I loved to just go out and run for an hour and enjoy the scenery and enjoy the sweat. And sometimes I do. I have runs like that sometimes where I'm like, gosh, I just really like. It's really nice to be outside and it just feels good to move. But other times I'll be like, ten minutes in, and I'm checking my watch, like, oh my god, when is this going to be done? 
you know, and when you have something to distract you, like, okay, well, I need to focus on the next two minutes because right. the next two minutes have to be really fast. Okay. And then I get a break like that. It's the same. You're not checking your watch and looking like, okay, I'm five minutes in and I have 35 minutes exactly. more to go. You look at your watch yeah. saying I'm a minute and a half in. I have a minute and a half to go before I yep. get to take a break. Yep. Exactly. Yep. It's the same thing we do at rise up. So after you've done that for a period of time, the next thing I would say to do is, is to lengthen your intervals. Okay. So let's just keep it simple. There's lots of complications that you can go on, but we did, you know, let's say we did, you know, eight times five minutes, which was three minutes on two minute rest. Mm -hmm. Now let's do five times eight. Okay. So five intervals that we're doing, Mm -hmm. they're eight minutes, but instead of being three minutes on with a two minute rest, now you got to go six minutes on with a two minute rest. Cool. Okay. So now you're trying to hold that same pace Mm -hmm. because the workouts, after you've done a few interval workouts, it might feel easier or more doable. Right. Now you're trying to hold that same pace, but now you're holding it for six minutes on with a two minute rest. Okay. And even so, like if you were actually going to jump from three to six minutes and double that, it might not be as fast as your first three minute one. Like maybe it could be, I'm just, I'm just using that's doubling. It's a big jump, but it's just, it's just an example of how you can lengthen the interval to try to hold the same pace. Right. And then maybe the next time you'd go to, okay, now I'm going to do four intervals for 40 minutes. They're going to be 10 total and it's eight on minutes on two minute rest. Right. So jumping from eight minutes to 10 minutes is probably easier than jumping from three minutes to six minutes because it's a percentage wise. It's a lot less. And would you say after you've done this for a while, you've done like longer intervals. Is there any merit to when like throwing in once in a while, like really short ones, like sprint all out for a minute? Well, it depends on what your goals are. So there's benefits all across the board, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you're going to run a 5K, which is a three-mile, you're in – 3.12. 3.12. If you're going to run a 5K, your intervals are going to look very different than if you're going to run a marathon. Right. A marathon runner does intervals and so does. Sometimes marathon intervals can be – they can be short as well. But usually for most people, they're on the order of a mile – Repeats well, yeah, or less. that's that was when when I was training for the half marathon. That's what you would have me do. Were nine minutes on one minute, which well, they're anywhere from nine. Yeah. They're anywhere from a mile or yeah. even sometimes a little bit less to like twenty to thirty minute intervals on marathon. Those are a mm-hmm. lot longer. Those are more a little lower intensity, a little more tempo. If you're training for a five k, you may do be doing speed work, which has two hundred meter repeats, mm-hmm. which is not even a lap of the track. It's a half a lap of the track. It's an eighth of a mile. Right. Right. So your answer is, should I be doing short ones or long ones? It's kind of like, well, what's your goal? Right. I'm never, if if you're not, if your goal isn't to do a short race, I'm never really, I don't really love the all out, which are less than one minute. Uh-huh. I don't, I think that the risk of injury for running is high. Yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of benefit. So I think right. the shortest you would want to do is a one minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think if you're not running a super long race, there's not a reason to really do any intervals over 10 minutes. Okay. Now that's still a big range. Yeah. But One that's, minute to that's 10 minutes. That good, gives you an idea. Yeah. It gives you an idea. There's, yeah, there's not a lot of benefit to 15 second all out sprint, 15 second walk. Unless it's just for fun. Well, you if know, you want to do it, that's fine. But I'm just saying if yeah. you're trying to make improvements, right? Well, I have another question because, um, this was something that made me feel a lot, um, better about myself, but also about the way that different people's um, bodies adapt to running and things like that is when I was again, training for this half marathon, which I will refer to forever. Cause it's one of the only races I've really done. Um, when we, when I was training for that, you told me and advised me that 
it for a lot of people actually running these longer races, these you know half marathons, whatever, full marathons, all that kind of stuff. For a lot of people, an actual strategy is to build in walking time, right, and not just slow jogging time. So uh, yeah, so talking to a lot of people out there, if you've done a lot of these, what happens is is for a lot of people, let's say they're running their first half marathon, and let's say, and it's they're not super prepared. And what I mean by that is they really haven't done the adequate training to do it. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. Oh, I don't, that's what I, don't I mean. Care. That's what I did in college. Exactly. I, yeah. Most people, when they enter their first half marathon or a lot of people, even their marathon, they're really not prepared to go the distance. And I'm always a fan of prepare and go shorter. You and when you feel like you've accomplished it, then start going longer. You don't care how far. Yeah. Do you even know what that's from? I don't know. That's from Hercules. No, oh, okay. Disappointing. Okay. Moving on. But back so, to walking, walking intervals. So walking intervals. So a very good r- strategy for, I think, for a marathon, for someone who's not going for like a PR, is a walk-run strategy, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's say you're doing a half marathon. There's a lot of people that may be able to run the first six or seven miles, and then they got five, six miles to go, right? Yep, or that seven was my miles experience, to go. yep. And then the last times, then they start like, okay, I'm going to run for five minutes, six minutes, I'm going to walk a little bit. And then I'm going to run for five, six minutes. And then all of a sudden that changes. And now yep. you're I'm going to run for a minute and walk for five minutes. Five or six minutes. Hi, that was me. Yep. And that's not the best way to produce your best performance. So for a lot of people, it doesn't necessarily mean you even need to run the whole half marathon. But what I like is a you start with a mile. Every mile you walk a certain amount of time. And it's mm-hmm. anywhere from 20 seconds to one minute. Or you run. I like the, the 10 minutes on. You run nine minutes. You walk a minute. Yep. And after the first nine minutes, you don't feel like you need to walk a minute, right? Yeah. So this was this was um, when I laughing at myself about ha- you know totally walking towards the end. That was on my first half marathon that I did, which was one that I did when I was I don't know nineteen in college, and I didn't have any training for it. And that was I just kind of was like, well, I'm young and I can do this. Um, that may be true for some people. Uh, for me, it was not true. Um, but the one that I'm act- that I keep referring to more. I, I've done three half marathons was the the last one that I did where I actually trained appropriately and Kyle helped me out and I saw um, a lot of improvement and a lot of progress. Yeah. Um, so that's the one that you introduced this strategy to me and I was like, okay, so I don't have to hate myself for walking. No, that's no. not meaning I'm failing. That means that I'm being smart about what, right. And when you can, can walk, when you race. can run nine minutes and walk one minute and you can do that all the way through the whole race, right. the total amount of walk, spent time you spend walking because you're pacing yourself correctly is very minimal compared to, you know, and, you, and that's why your time ended well, yeah, up a you're lot walking faster. Walking ten percent and running ninety percent, right? That's you're, pretty significant. For exactly, a long race. exactly, ten percent rather than hey, I'm going to run seventy five percent of the first half and then I'm going to walk twenty five percent of the end. It's exactly. a lot more. So don't don't you know discount a walk run strategy. Another another strategy that people use is that. Um, in these big races, a lot of them, there's an aid station every mile mm-hmm. and they walk through the, this is a very good charge as well. Walk through the aid station to drink water and mm-hmm. get your calories in, especially for a marathon. You don't need a ton of calories in a half marathon. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bit. find that I really needed it. A was, ton. It was helpful around the halfway point yeah. to have like those little gels, but a marathon, just, you really yeah. need more calories. So the, but the, the water was really important because I didn't, I would like skip them in the first one I ever did because mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm not thirsty yet. It was a big mistake. Right. So the, the uh, another strategy is walk the aid stations, meaning mm-hmm. you run. I'm going to run. That's, that's a goal. I'm running to the next aid station. They're about a mile apart. As soon as I hit the next aid station, I'm going to walk. I'm going to drink water. I'm going to take in calories if I need it. And then as soon as uh, that last volunteer is there, that yep. last volunteer is gone, you got to start running again. It's, yep. it's a goal. Yeah. So that's kind of how you use intervals. Now, um, it gets more complex in a sense that what your goals are. But if you're just 
I would say between one and 10 minute intervals, a good place to start if you've never done intervals is three minutes. I think the biggest bang for your buck is at five to eight minute range. That's what I do a lot of Mm -hmm. intervals in five to eight minutes. So I would set that kind of as your goal. Um, And so we were kind of talking about what we were doing with you. One other thing that I'd want to say is this is a way to achieve goals. So um, I'm talking to my buddy, Chris, and we've, he's been doing a lot of cycling and running lately. Um, and it's been cool. He's been setting PRs. Um, we've been cycling. He's been on climbs up to Gibraltar and OSM and whatever. And he's been running a lot more and I haven't done really done any running with him, but he's asking me questions about, he wants to be able to break 20 minutes in his 10 K time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. In his 5 K. So is five, a 20 minute 10 K would be, uh, that right. would be pretty serious. <laughs> right. No, well, 20 minute 10 K. Yeah. That's world record pace. But, um, so what he was doing, he was asking about like, w- what should he be doing to break it? 20 minutes. And I said, okay, well again, intervals, right? Break it down. Okay. So just so you know, that pace is about 625 pace. So it's fast. Mm, that's okay? fast. That's fast. So he's got to be able to run 625 pace for those 3.1 miles. Okay. So I broke it down and I said, well, Hey, if you can do five minutes on at 625 pace with a two minute rest and you can do four of those, right? Five minutes, five times four mm-hmm. is 20. Then you know, you can run that again, pace. mental math, with mental Kyle. math with Kyle. You know you can run that pace for 20 minutes for that 3.1 miles, right? Mm-hmm. And so I gave him the thing about go out and see how many of those intervals you can do. So if he gets four of them in at five minutes, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I said it wrong. He did. He was doing four-minute intervals okay. with the two-minute rest. So if he was doing five of them, okay? So I said do five-minute intervals at four minutes. I said that backwards. So I said go out and do as many as you can do. So mm-hmm. his goal was to get at least five. Now he got eight intervals. So even though he was getting a two minute rest, going four minutes on, two minute rest, four minutes on, he two minutes rest, he was able to do more. that many more. So he did eight of them at four minutes. So that's 32 minutes at 625 pace. Now, mm-hmm. just knowing because I know endurance sports and I've coached a lot, if he can do an intervals on that, if he can do 32 minutes at that pace, mm-hmm. if, if he lined up and I said go 3.1 miles at 625 pace, I believe he can do it. So he's mm-hmm. going to try and go out and just run it because I think mm-hmm. that he's at the point where he can do it. Okay. Um, so that's, so that's a way that you can use it to set goals. Another way we're doing. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, to be fair, also another thing worth mentioning is that everybody is like, I, I feel this with running more than anybody, anything else. So I just want to say it for those who may feel the same way. There are days when I go out and I run and I feel like I can take on the world and I hit every goal that I have and I'm like flying. Those don't happen all that often, but when they do, it's amazing. And then there are days where I go out there and I feel like I can't even move one foot in front of the other. And I think that's totally normal. Um, and there are like, there are total mental and other physical things that go into running. If you're like me and you have a major block on it because it's always been hard for you. But regardless, every time that you go out there and you run, it makes a difference. And this might be a way to help you, you know, break it down to something that's a little bit more manageable, something closer to what you're used to and you're comfortable with right. that rise up. That's what it did for me was when I started to understand running, like, it's just, it's just like rise up and you're just trying to right. do the same things. You're trying to get better. And if you don't, like, and if today is an off day, there's always tomorrow. So that's just a reminder for me. And one other thing to keep in mind about rest is that this is a really, really common question. Well, how long should my rest be? You should almost, it's not always, but sometimes the rests are 100%, two minutes all out, two minute rest, right? That's 100% the same distance. Mostly you should be gauging in the 25 to 50% as high. I would usually give it 25%. Eight minutes on. What's twenty five percent of eight is two, right? Right. Two minutes, about two minute rest. 
that could go up to four minute rest. Mm-hmm. So between 25 and 50% should be your rest time of your interval. Gotcha. And if you started with like a three, two, that's like, a, you know, like a, so if you did three minutes I on, like I would do a minute rest. and a half rest at yeah. the most. Minutes, okay. Minute yeah. or minute and a half. You're going to go four minutes on. And a minute is longer than you like. It's it longer is. than you think when right. you when you start to first recover. You're like, oh my god, I'm never going to feel better. But it's a minute's longer than you think. Right. And if you're going to do four minute intervals, you do mm-hmm. one to two minute rests. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple, right? You go six you know, six minutes, same thing. One and a half to three. It, you can just see those ranges where they are. Okay. Right. So that again. You'll improve and you'll get a lot better just by doing intervals. It doesn't have to be super specific. When you get much more specific goals like, Chris, I want to break 20 minutes of my 5K. What do I need to be at? Then we can talk about more specifics. But right. if you just want to get faster at running, do intervals in the, in the I would say, about you know three to 10-minute range, three to 10-minute range, mm-hmm. 25% rest, okay? And do them at a higher, faster pace than you do your steady runs and you'll get faster. Yep. All right. And if, yeah, and again, you can apply this to anything. If you have questions about it specifically, you want to know, you know, more about um, any, any particular aspect of what we were discussing, then let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Um, And yeah, we're here for you guys. We hope that that gives you a little something to uh, kick, kick your butt off the couch and onto the road. Although I know everybody's been working out. Yeah. You guys are killing it. Thanks guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.